Department of the Air Force Headquarters, 155th Air Refueling Wing, Air Mobility Command, January 14th, 2022. Dear Warner Enterprises veterans, on behalf of all of us at the 155th Air Refueling Wing, we thank you for the gifts you provided through the Adopt-A-Family program over the holidays. Your donation helped to ensure multiple Air National Guard families were able to celebrate and enjoy the holiday season. It seems that words alone cannot express my gratitude for your kindness, generosity, and willingness to support our military families in a time of need, but I want you to know that you have made all the difference in a very selfless way. Thank you again for your donation and participation in the Adopt-A-Family program. Sincerely, John D. Williams, Colonel, Nebraska Air National Guard, Commander. Welcome, Warner, to another episode of the Warner Enterprises Veteran Podcast. I'm Adam, and I'm an Associate Director of Safety here at Warner. I've been here for just over seven years now, and I'm also an Air Force veteran, having served in the 145th Airlift Wing and the 155th Air Refueling Wing. Today, I'm lucky to have both Jaffe and Kara with me in the studio. Jaffe, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I am Jaffe. I am the Senior Manager here at Warner. Um, I maintain all the military programs here. It's such an honor. I've been here for just about nine years and I am the co-chair for our WeVets Associate Resource Group. I spent nine years on active duty in the Air Force with duty stations at Offutt Air Force Base here in Nebraska, Aviano Air Base Italy and Little Rock Air Force Base Arkansas and had four deployments and multiple TDYs and Thank you, Adam, for putting this together today. Thanks, Jeffy. Now, Kara, let's talk about you a little bit. You want to share some of your story with us? So, my name is Kara Loken, and I am a military spouse. Um, I have a nonprofit that my husband and I, um, John Loken, he is a lieutenant colonel at the 155th, and we've been married 22 years. We have two kids and one granddaughter. Um, that are awesome and they help participate in our nonprofit as well. So what we do is uh, we help teach art classes to military, veterans, families, um, kids, first responders. We do retreats uh, for women veterans and we do retreats for caregivers for both um, military and veterans and caregivers. We've been doing this since 2016. It's a huge honor for me to be able to do that. And I love, this is my way of giving back. I love to volunteer. I've been doing it for 22 years out at our base at the 155th, um, like Adam says, where he works at. And um, it's, it's, it's my passion. And that's what I do. I just do it, <laughs> making sure we take care of our families and our members. Now, you, uh, I know John. John's been in for over 22 years now. So you've been a military spouse your entire marriage, right? Yep. He's been in for 31 years. Okay. Yep. And you're also a military mother? Yes. Okay. Son in the army? So he was in the active, he was active duty army. He was in the 82nd uh, Airborne out at Fort Bragg. And he, uh, story that him and my husband were both deployed at the same time. Um, my husband went to Iraq and my son went to Afghanistan. And that was probably the worst time and stressful as anybody can imagine. Um, but having your kid gone is a whole different worry than your husband. Uh, cause my husband's been in for, you know, quite a while. So he's been on lots of deployments and 
you know, I know that he knew how to be safe and not that my son didn't, but you worry as a mother because you can't protect them when they're, you know, in Afghanistan or far away and you don't even know where they're at, you know, and they can't even tell you where they're at. Um, so, and he ended up getting sick while he was over there with mountain sickness and I didn't talk to him for like five days and I was worried. Um, my first phone call from his unit was, it's not your son that died. And they said, stop calling me. I, I said, I have a husband that's deployed and a son and you can't call me. Um, I never watch the news. I'm one of those that I worry because I'm geographically challenged as well. So everything overseas is where they're at, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's stressful. So being a, a mom um, takes his toll, but he's been out um, and now he suffers. He's, he's had, has PTSD from um, being shot out. Um, and several other things that we don't need to talk about, but uh, it does. You can't fix you can't fix that, and it's hard for me because I like to fix things. Um, so watching that was really really difficult. So being a mom, yeah. Is it is it fair to say that that deployment where they were both gone at the same time was sort of the genesis that led you to the organization that you founded? Yes. Yeah, so um, actually, it was when my son came back. He he got out. Um, came home, took on a lot of stuff. Sometimes we're not real good at um, reintegrating them back into the civilian world. Uh, and they, he took on full-time school, a new baby coming on, a new relationship. And it was just a lot. So that caused, you know, that anxiety and that turned into PTSD. He was always angry. He was always, you know, he wasn't himself. He thought he was himself, but everybody else saw that change and he, he didn't. So, um, it was close to Christmas when he came back and, uh, watching him hand sew stockings for himself, his, uh, fiance at the time and his da daughter that hadn't been there yet. Cause she was born uh, right before Christmas. And he was just calm, just really calm. Um, he wasn't angry. He wasn't, he was just doing what he was doing. So I just kind of watched and, um, he built a toy box for her from, you know, from start to finish, painted it calm. He painted a mural on her, my granddaughter's wall calm. So it got me thinking I'm an artist by trade. So is my husband. And I'm like, you know, art really helps. So watching him struggle when he got back was why we started this program is that watching art and help help watching it ease his his symptoms and making it so he just wasn't he still wasn't himself but he was just a little bit better he wasn't just watching him be angry and not being able to fix him that that's a lot for me and i know that he likes to do art stuff so that really did help him and what's the name of your organization so it's hearts for healing inc and um, like I said, we've been doing this since 2016. We started out with one veteran for about a year, the same veteran that came. And now we've, uh, we're just doing amazing things and reaching that target that we need to, need to reach. So let's, we stuck with it. Most people probably would have gave up, but we didn't. What is that target? You, I, I know you work with the VA at a couple different locations uh, in some other organizations talk about scope what how many people are you reaching with the stuff that you're doing um so right now um as adam said we do classes for the va so we target and we hit the nebraska western iowa region and then we are actually teaching 
um, caregivers classes monthly in Ohio. Um, I go to inpatient uh, classes or teach classes for the VA inpatient um, in Nebraska. And also, uh, I'm going to start teaching art classes for kids via the uh, USO. And we also do uh, military kid, like military kids combo classes during the day, um, like on a weekend with the, you know, actively serving. Veterans can come. We don't turn anybody away. If anybody needs our art uh, as an outlet, we don't turn anybody away. Um, it's free to everybody. Um, we do. We are, we've been asked several years ago, we were asked, somebody has started a caregiver's uh, retreat and they stopped doing it. So somebody's like, we really need this. Kara, we know that you will do it. Can you do it? And I'm like, sure. We tried it for, well, I said, this is a trial for the first year just to see how it was. And it was, it was great. Um, but, you know, because you hear that word COVID, that actually was probably the one good thing is that we, actually did a retreat for caregivers virtually and we got to reach people even overseas that participated. We had to cut our, um, you know, cut the limit off because we could only, you know, host so many people and make it, you know, so it wasn't so big that we could make it more um, cozy for them and so they can get to know each other. And we are doing our first women's veterans retreat in Papillion in April um, to you know, show them self-care and take care of themselves. We're going to do some horse therapy and stuff with them. So very cool. Yeah. So if there's anybody listening that wants to find out more, what's the best way to connect? You can uh, go to our website. Um, it's www.heartsforhealinginc.com. Um, all of our classes normally are on their Facebook's the best way um, to get a hold of us or ask any questions. Uh, and we just have our, and it's Hearts for Healing Inc. is our Facebook page. So go there. Um, we have an Instagram one, but I'm not so good about that one. I'm <laughs> not a good social okay. media person, but, you know. Um, but yeah, we usually have stuff up all the time. So check both of those. The Facebook's probably our best place that we put stuff up at. Okay. So tying this full circle back to the letter I read at the beginning. So the Warner Veteran Associate Group uh, was honored to make a donation in late 2021 to Hearts for Healing, uh, enabling that Adopt-A-Family program uh, that was tied to the holidays in late 2021. Can you tell us some about that event and the impact of that donation? Oh, yeah, you bet. So we um, asked Warner um, if they would donate to help uh, some of the families that were in need. Um, the airmen and their families, let me rephrase that, airmen and their families that needed a little extra um, Christmas cheer um, because of COVID, you know, uh, people were losing their jobs and, you know, a little bit down on their luck. And uh, Warner was so happy to, you know, step up and donate. And what we did was we took that money and we took care of three families and we got to buy them uh, the whole family. It wasn't just like the airmen we took care of. So if the family had, a, you know, if they were married and had two kids, we bought presents for all of them and we gave them a gift card so they could have a Christmas meal. They didn't have to worry about that. Um, that, you know, they would have to make it and they could do that as a family. So um, if anybody like needed, you know, they even needed a tree or ornaments, we were happy to help with that as well. We didn't want anybody to uh, not have a good holiday just for, you know, little things. So it's always uh, something that I like to do just to make sure that everybody is taken care of and they're, uh, that need it. 
Tara, thanks for all you do for veterans in the military community in the state of Nebraska, in the state of Iowa, and really across the country. Um, it's apparent that Hearts for Healing is having an impact. In 2016, you were named National Guard Spouse of the Year, and then you were also recently honored at a Huskers ball game, uh, the Heroes game in late 2021 as well, right? Yep. Must have been a pretty cool experience to be on the field. So before we transition over to Jaffe and I talking about a bit of a Werner update, anything else you want to let us know about Hearts for Healing? So if you're in the, the VA system, as far as if you have a disability or you get your health care, you can do classes for free. Um, just let, you know, you can contact me and I'll get you in touch with who you need to know. Um, if you want me to come and teach classes uh, somewhere, if you have a big enough group, just let me know as well um, via Facebook or our website. And I am happy to go and teach. This is my passion. So um, anything I can help if you want to do a retreat, I'm hoping we, Adam and I have talked about this. It hasn't happened yet, but come teach the veterans here, um, do an art class with them. So I'm, I'm hoping that, that that pans out and we can have a fun fun day or night of uh, doing some art Absolutely. with these guys. But yeah, thank you. Thank Absolutely. you so much for having me. I thanks, for, thanks for coming out. And we'll, uh, we'll get that scheduled here soon. Okay. All right, Jaffe, let's uh, shift over to a bit of a Warner update here. We've uh, really made some great progress with our apprenticeship program recently, right? Yes, we have, Adam. Um, some great things are happening here at Warner for uh, our, our veterans, um, our veteran community. We're happy and proud to announce that we're adding another occupation to our already outstanding suite of apprenticeship programs. We have our truck driving and diesel mechanic ones up and running, um, but we're now um, having the opportunity to offer a transportation management apprenticeship program to that mix. Um, this will give another option for our veterans who may not be interested in driving trucks or working on the trucks, but directly having an impact with the drivers by preparing them with continued knowledge and skill sets upon hire in transportation and logistics and provide them a broad-based program content in both dedicated and operational management practices, as well as providing soft skills alignment for a full organizational approach to our industry. Um, I think this will help them understand the planning, the flow, communication, safety, and services that our drivers need each and every day while they're out on the road. Um, our veterans that enroll into this program that have eligible VA educational benefits may receive up to one year tax-free of those benefits while enrolled into our transportation management apprenticeship program and could receive up to $16,418 in addition to their normal pay here at Warner. It is a great start for our 2022, Adam. So this is really what we're saying here is that if I have educational benefits left with the VA, the GI Bill, as an example, I can come to Warner, work in an office job, learn a trade, and use my GI Bill benefits to do it as supplemental income. Yes, absolutely. That's awesome. So yes. I think we've also made some headway with a new Warner Veteran website. Is that right? 
Yeah. Um, in addition to working hard on that apprenticeship program rollout, uh, we're updating our Warner Veteran website to make it more attractive to our military and veteran audience out there. Uh, we have a dedicated spot that will be for our WeVets Associate Resource Group, where internal and external people can go to learn about our group, our events that will be happening throughout the year, and to listen to our podcasts like this one. That's awesome. You guys have certainly been quite busy. <laughs> yes, we have. And then one final update on the, I think we have a patriotic parade coming up in late May. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you were an amazing asset to last year's inaugural patriotic parade uh, sponsored by Patriotic Productions. Um, that was over Memorial Day weekend last year. Uh, it was so successful last year. Um, that they've decided to put on another one this year. Um, in fact, it was on Friday night last year, I believe. Um, but they're going to move it to Saturday because so many people want to participate. Uh, Werner is planning on being there and uh, they're going to be a premier sponsor. So we're going to work closely with Patriotic Productions to find the best option this year for us and have our WeVets organization be a part of that. Um, I think we're also going to plan on having a freedom truck in that parade as well. And I think I can get you some more details um, the closer we get to Memorial Day. Awesome. It was a great event last year. Certainly something that's uh, fun to participate in and fun to see downtown Omaha uh, have uh, that event. Uh, so we'll touch base again as that gets closer. So with that, thanks for the update, Jaffe. Kara, thanks again for all that you do. And thanks for letting us have some of your time today. I know you're quite busy. And then Johnny, as always, thank you for making us sound halfway decent. For all of you on the road, stay safe and stay tuned for the next episode soon. Thank you.